0: have met my name is Brandon I'm one of the pastors around here and I'm joined by Caitlin Allbritton here today y'all give it up for Caitlin uh, Caitlin's going to join me this morning because at Summer Sundays we start this series today and we do something a little bit different every July. So some of you have been with us for a while and this is normal to you but for some of you you're figuring out what do we do and this is different uh, but uh, every week will be a little bit different. You'll hear from different people uh, from a part of our church. Next Sunday you won't want to miss my wife uh, Jen Matthews will be speaking here next week. Some of you know her from leading worship. Y'all don't be too excited about it. hurt her feelings in here today. I'm just kind of make a little bit of noise be fine but uh, she's going to be speaking next week you're going to hear from pastor frankie powell come on if you're from a, you know our pastor uh yeah, that's going to be exciting but today i really asked caitlin uh, because uh, caitlin's been a part of our church now for how long caitlin how long you've been part of cultivate uh
1: almost eight years
0: almost eight years so like when will it be eight years in November. Okay, how many of you can remember when you started being a part of Cultivate? And many of you, that's amazing to me. Uh, I started the church, so naturally I know, but I don't know if I would have to be okay, when did we start the church? I have to think about it, but you already know. And so she's just got, uh, we've just been able to watch her life grow. And many of you see Caitlin around here and you see her serve and you see her lead. And here's what I know about church. It's really easy, especially when you see a pastor on a platform every week. You kind of go, well, that's his job. Of course he's going to say that. Of course that's what he does. So I'm kind of at a disadvantage every single time I come on the platform and I talk about Jesus, even though I'm no different than than any of you in here. I I said yes to Jesus. He's changed my life. He continually, every day, changes my life. All of us are a work in progress. If you're not, that's the area you know you need to work on, okay? If you think you're not a work in progress, all of us are. But when I see somebody like Caitlin, who loves the Lord and who leads and who serves so well, I I just have this, uh, like, I just wish people would just know. I wish they could know her story, because it helps all of us to go, we're all in this thing together. We're on this journey of growth together. And so when it came to this day, I said, you know what? I'm going to ask Caitlin if she'll do a Sunday with me. Now, y'all need to understand something about this moment. I asked Caitlin a few weeks ago if she would do this, kind of gave her an idea of kind of why of a conversation we had. And she said, absolutely, sure, I'll do it. And then come to find out, she thought I was asking her to do a video. She goes, oh, like, Sunday morning, I was like, "Yeah," and you think this is in plenty of time, but like she discovered, like in the last few hours, she's Oh, you mean today, Sunday morning? I came prepared to do a video today, so she's sitting here with me, going, "Okay, we'll buckle up, but we're doing this live." So one more time, just welcome Caitlin because she needs a little, little extra today. But let me share my heart with you. So in your outlines, a blank note sheet, Uh, we do outlines around here, but we take the month off for some of you non-note takers. Y'all can breathe. Y'all don't get much non-note taking around here. So I gave you a blank sheet and I still want you to write something down, even you non-note takers, okay? So just write down some scripture references. I want you to write this down, Revelation 12 and 11. And this will kind of give us the basis of, of, of us talking about this today. Because this is why this matters so much, everybody, for every single one of us. Listen to what the Bible says. It says they overcame him, meaning the enemy, every day, if you don't know this, the enemy gets up every day and his dream is to destroy your life. The Bible says that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's why you face opposition. And Caitlin will share a little bit in just a second, but I know that anytime we say yes to Jesus, anytime we take a step toward following him, digging deeper into a relationship with him, the enemy ramps up a little bit. That's why some people go, Man, I finally said yes to Jesus, and now I pray, and I read my Bible, and I'm going to church, and it's worse than it was before I started. It's because the enemy had you when you you started. He he was already with you. Now he's opposing you, so you feel the pressure. But the Bible says right here that they were able to overcome that by this, the blood of the Lamb, what Jesus has done. Caitlin's going to share today what Jesus has done for her. But not only what Jesus has done everybody, because that's not where it ends. And many of us think, okay, I said yes to Jesus, so it's over. And by the word of their testimony. In other words, they were able to express, to share, to take an internal work and bring it to the lives of other people that's what baptism is today as we celebrate baptism both here and at our alabaster campus today It's that jesus has done something here and the bible teaches us that we take it to the world to go Hey, jesus has done something like matt said when you're married You you end up putting that ring on that goes i'm taking everybody something has happened something has transitioned in my life I have made a decision to go deeper in relationship Therefore now i'm taking And so this moment right here of Caitlin being able to share, here's my hope for us today. One, that you would be motivated to just dig deeper because of her life story. It's real. You don't have to take it from the preacher, but you you see it lived out in front of you every week here in, in Cultivate Church. But also that it would motivate each and every one of us to live it out a little bit deeper, to embrace this, to say Jesus has done this now. I need to go and share it. I need to embrace it and live it out. So let's pray that God would just speak to us as Caitlin shares with us today and as we learn through his word together. So, Father, I love you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for every person in this room. Uh, God, thank you for the people who will be here at 1015. Thank you for people who are in Alabaster right now and will be there at 1015 as well. People who will join us online today. All the different stories that are being shared. I just pray that in this moment, God, we would be more motivated to love you, to look like you, God, and to share who you are with other people. God, I pray for Caitlin today as she shares her life, God, and just is transparent with us today, God, the boldness. And the courage that that takes to do what she's doing today. So I just pray that you just help her. God help us all today, just to receive from you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So just just introduce yourself. Just tell us who you are. A little bit about about Caitlin.
1: Okay. So I'm Caitlin. Obviously, um, I am a wife and a mama of three, and I'm in school full time uh, nursing school. So life is a little crazy. Um, I've been here for eight years almost, um, and yeah.
0: So so when I was asking Caitlin, she's like, Well, I'll answer this later if that's okay. I'm about to walk into a test. So literally in the middle of all of that stuff to share, which is amazing to me because you not only do all of those things, so a wife, a mom of three, and perfectly behaved kids. They're perfect kids, right?
1: Yeah. Actually the Lord's listening,
0: so (laughs) Oh yeah, we're in church. Okay, lie in church, maybe the parking lot. Not in here.
1: They may be in the circus.
0: They may be in the circus. So, so with all the kids and uh, school, and you also run like a side business, You, you do, you, you, what, what do you do, your business?
1: Well, that's on the back burner. Yeah, um, but unless
0: somebody wants to buy something. <laughs> <laughs> um, to
1: but help. I do, actually, so we had to, these new uniform things at school, so I had to make all of our shirts, and, and I do lots of things on the side.
0: Okay, let lots. me clarify. There's lots of things on the side, um, because that could be, you know, that leaves the imagination open. So, well, so she, she sells clothing and, and, and clothing lines and things like that. I mean, I don't want to be too broad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just say, okay, whatever, we'll move on. So in the midst of all of that, it, that's what I love, and that's why I felt like it was really cool for you to share, because we watch you serve so well around here every week. Uh, Tell us like all the things that you do and even this morning y'all may not have noticed but like uh, If you if you're walking in like before church, we always meet as a team together She's out there leading us as a team and praying over us and then she's serving on prayer team And now she's up here I mean like already just today the number of things that you've been serving this morning So tell us just about all the things that you're a part of here at the church
1: So my main role I guess is a c-team leader of the first impressions team so it is my job um, to welcome everybody and to make sure that you guys feel loved and, and um, wanted when you guys walk in the door, and that is very important. Um, it's very important to me, so I love doing that, um, and I love seeing people come back. That's like one of the best feelings ever, yeah. but I also love the relationships that come with it as well. Yeah. So
0: It is a big deal because we value what happens here on a Sunday, and we value people, that's why we open the doors. That's, that's why we do everything we do. So, and, and this is how we feel like sometimes at Cultivate, we're, we're just a little, a little different maybe than some environments. It's because, you know, I grew up in church, and, and, and it was all about seeing everybody in the church. And we couldn't wait to see our friends and our family that was in the, ha- in the building and what we did together. And every event we planned, we was like, bring a potluck. Anybody done a potluck in church? Like, everybody just bring a covered dish for our families, and we'll share together. And all of that's good. I'm so thankful for how I grew up. But a mentality here is not here, we, we get together and what we do together, and us come and enjoy something together, but really it is. We all join to serve and to give something away on a a Sunday, and so we give our life away. We come prepared for those of you who may not like church, or somebody begged you to come here today, and you're just hoping for a good lunch after church, and that's okay, but we hope that while you're here, you have a good experience, and so Caitlin really takes ownership of this campus and just making sure that we're doing the best that we can do to make it an incredible day for everybody that's here. So in all of that that you do, and you're sacrificing on your time and your energy and all that, What got you to cultivate to begin with because I know what many people will say I've been to church I've done that I tried church and and I'm over that but something made you visit something made you stay and something stuck in your life
1: So we were um, We have tried I had tried this before and I had been in church before um, But I just wasn't getting what I felt like that felt right um, Katie Lawley, actually, she's at the Alabaster Campus. Um, we knew that she came. She had good things to say, so we decided to try it out on a whim. Um, my middle was a newborn, so it was, it was a hard morning to get here but or there. It was at Alabaster, yeah. um, but we did, and I have been here ever since.
0: Yeah, so what was the difference? So for you coming in, and this is what I think is really unique about how God equips us, and, and, and every person in here, whether you know it or not, you're gifted with something special. There's a unique gift inside of every one of us. Some of us think, well, I can't do this or I can't do that. And I'm this way. I have to watch myself. I focus on all the things I cannot do. Um, but then I have to realize, but God gave me something that I can do. And so your experience of something that said, ah, let's do it again. Let, let's try that again. You're now giving that away and helping other people experience what you did. So was there any like little specific things that you think, well, that, that, it wasn't so bad, so we'll go back and do it again? Or what was it for you?
1: I think it was um, being so welcomed. Like, that was a big deal. I remember Lindsay Efferson, who's obviously, um, she's one of our missionaries. She's in Texas right now. But the way that she made me feel when I walked in and welcomed and that I belonged, I will never forget that. Um, and that, that was it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And what's cool is she mentioned Lindsay, who was leading our Alabaster Campus in the capacity that Caitlin leads here is that Lindsay uh, was, didn't, didn't go to church, didn't want anything to do with church, had no relationship with Jesus, uh, but she came and God changed her life at Cultivate. And then because of what she experienced, she started giving that away to other people. You experienced that same thing, and now you're using your gifts to give that away. Other people it's beautiful what jesus does and how he does it so not only from just art coming into church But what was how's the life change because that's the important thing. It's not about church everybody Sometimes we think well. I go to church and I do that I had a conversation with a guy this week he goes I go to this church over here. I kind of like the preacher over there and I went, you know th- That's not really what it's about at all It's not about the preacher this or that ultimately which things that we like about our community But it's really about the life change we experience in jesus so for you what has that journey been of like, well, I'll give it a chance. I'll, I'll try this to now where God has brought you to go, man, I, I want to give my life away.
1: So I grew up in church, um, and I got, went through um, things as a teenager and kind of strayed away and stayed away for a while. Um, when I started to come back into it, I didn't have a defining moment of, yes, this is the day that I give my life to Christ. It was a very, very gradual Okay, this isn't so bad. Okay, let's, let's go a little bit further, a little bit further. And then I eventually joined um, a serve team yeah. um, after being asked for years. Um, and at that time, I was pregnant with my third. So it was still like I was serving. Um, life was changing in, in small, small ways. But it wasn't until I became a leader that it just, my life changed drastically.
0: Yeah. but you felt the shift. And, and, and a little bit of a direction when you began to kind of go, well, I'm going to give a little bit of, of away.
1: Yeah, just a little bit at a time. Yeah. A little bit at a time. There was no, all right, I'm all in.
0: Yeah. So if you're around Cultivate for any length of time, she says I've been asking her to serve for like years. And here's what we know is that we realize that when you come, like we, we don't have, like most churches, uh, somebody go, how many, how many members over there? I say, we have no members. I said what do you mean you have no members? You got a church, right? I like yeah, but we don't, have, we don't have membership. So you don't have church membership? Somebody says, well, how do I join the church? Said, well, you don't join the church. They go, And the people are confused. Their minds are blown. They go, well, just tell me what do you do? How are you a church? But this is how we've always said it. We don't have membership. Membership means I get something out of it. When you join something and you have a membership, you, you get these benefits. It's about serving me. And we said we're, we're a place of partnership. In other words, when we're all in this thing together. Well, we're not here as consumers, but we're here to give something away. Because we know this, is that life change really begins to happen when we move from being consumers into a role of giving our life away. Now, when we go to church, so we go, oh, all they want us to do is something. They got a job they want us to do. When I grew up in church, if you agreed to do something, it was yours until you left the church secretly so you could get out or you died. I mean, that's <laughs> the way it went. And, but that's not who we are around here. But when we talk about it, I get you probably felt some of that, oh gosh, they're just trying to get me to do something. Like, honestly. And
1: it has not been that. It's
0: not. Because let me tell you this. Let me read you all this because I knew this was a part of her story. This is how the perspective, and Jesus addressed this the perspective of the world versus Jesus' perspective on us investing our life into others is different. Notice this. This is Mark chapter 10, if you want to write it down so you've got the reference, verses 42. Through 45, and here's what it says Jesus called them together because they were wanting to be great. Like they wanted, it was this prideful discussion between the disciples of, hey, we want to be great, we want to be known. But Jesus said, you know that the rulers in this world, they lord over their people. So this is how the world, this is what we think about when when you give your life away. Well, people ruling over you, okay, you become a slave to something. And officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But, and here's where Jesus changes it, and that's how we strive as a church, to help us all understand. Jesus said, among you it will be different, and it should be different. And here's the difference. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life for a ransom for many. Jesus was saying, we know the perspective that you think. We know that you think when we talk about giving your life away and investing it in other people and using your gifts and using your abilities to make a difference in the life of somebody else. Well, what we think of is that the church wants to take advantage of us. The church just wants something from us. But serving and giving your life, what we say is living life on purpose, is nothing from you. Really, it is for you. Because Jesus says, When you do it my way, it will be different. So that's why when we come in this place, we see so many people do so many different things and serve in so many different capacities. And you go, well, it's it's taken care of over there. No, we make room. We make room. Say, hey, put the instrument down. Somebody else knows how to play that. They're going to play today. And we all share because it's something for us and not something from us. And then in John 13, verse 15, if you want to write that down, John 13, 15, Jesus said this. He says, I've given you an example to follow. Do as I have done. So Jesus is saying, I, I, I didn't come to be served. I didn't come to be this big, you know, I came to give my life away for you. So if I'm the example of this, Jesus is, he said, then you go and you do the exact same thing. And so if Jesus did it, aren't we supposed to be christ followers, that's what it means to be a Christian. So if it works for him and the disciples, then it has to work for us. And I think for you, you said that's when your life change really started. And it was shifting from serving every week until really you stepped into leadership roles, taking on responsibility. So what's that been for you? Tell tell me how that shaped your life and the difference personally. Because there's an internal change that happens first of yep. what Jesus does in your life. Because you said you went from like, I'll try church again. You're dragging these kids to church every week. You know, the perfect angels, remember? Literally. You know, they're all good. The circus, you got the wagons behind you coming into church. And you're kind of tiptoeing into some things. But then you go, you know you know what? I'm going to do more. So what, is it, what has it changed for you?
1: So when this campus came in 2018, um, that's when I became a... A leader. That's when I said, okay, yes, I'll do this. I want to go deeper. And that is when I feel like my life went from Christian to Christ follower, um, which is to me a big difference. Um, I noticed that I was more patient with people, um, not only with my family, but with others. I've realized that I took more time to understand where people are coming from. Um, I just noticed a more compassion, a more love, That was not there before, and more joy, like not happy, but joy um, that was deep down.
0: So, tell me, like, so when you, because I know for many of us, and I talk to people, and many of us have probably been there, or maybe we're in this journey of growing with Jesus. And, you know, it's hard to define what that is. You know, some people go, Well, I said yes to Jesus today, so what happens now? Or, you know, I've been going to church now for six weeks, so. What should I be expecting now? Like, we don't know what, the, what that outcome is. It's like when we start diets, everybody. I've been on a diet for 24 hours, and I've lost nothing. You know, what happened here? Well, six years of Twinkies, you know. It's like it's going to take a minute, you know. We're all guilty of it, right? We want that immediate. So when we, when we start this process of becoming Christ followers, we often anticipate this, like, magical deal that just happens overnight uh, but that wasn't your journey, and, and that hasn't happened uh, for you, like just this, like, overnight deal. Right. So can you give us, like, some of that, like, the, what, what was happening? What did you start to notice, like, from I'm walking in here and I'm giving this a try to suddenly uh, you, you're not only just giving it a try, but you're actually beginning to live it to the journey of, like, now giving it away. So what were those internal differences like? You mentioned you experienced the joy. Like, how, does that, how did that play out?
1: I think mostly, I will say this also, I went from being serving just here to serving throughout the week. So it was a from a one day to a seven day. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was a gradual change. It didn't happen just overnight. And it took me a while to realize that. Um, but it was serving others in the capacity of um, public service. It was doing things that that nobody sees. and. Not wanting recognition for the deed, um, just doing it because that's what Jesus would have done. Yeah. Um, so that, and then the joy, it's hard to explain because it, it's it's internal. It's so internal. And I, it's something that I pray that everybody can experience because no matter the sickness or um, hard diagnoses or whatever is going on through the hard times, I can still find joy um, within within my life, yeah. and not just blame, why is this happening? What is going on? I'm so mad at God, um, to just being okay and knowing that he's going to take care of me.
0: Yeah, because the reality is uh, you still have those moments. It, it, did, it didn't magically make everything go away. So you've still had some of those hardships that you've had to face. But the difference is now you're, you're living and realizing that other people have struggles too. It's not just you. And I think that's one of the greatest things about when we give our life away and you get in the lives of other people, you go, you know what? I do have some, some issues and I've got some struggles and I have some things happening in my life, but I'm not the only one. And you find this kinship with people to go, I'm going to support you and as you support me, we're going to get through this thing together. And that's the difference in living life on purpose. Rather, it's, it's, it's thriving and not just surviving. It's living for this greater good. It's, it's, it's significance over success. We think of success in our culture of what makes us successful. But people can be successful and still feel empty. But when you live for significance, you're always full regardless of how we define success. So as you've done this, tell me the difference ultimately now because it's it's God's done this work inside of you, this this inward joy, this ability to endure any season that's come. But now not only is that what God's done internally, but now externally. So what, what makes you want to do it? I, I I always ask this question, why do you do what you do? Now you've experienced it here, but you're so focused on giving it away to other people. What's the motivation in doing that?
1: I think to keep myself grounded. Um, I feel like any time that I have, I don't want to say walked away, but but toned it down a little bit, or not served as much. I feel like that that joy and that passion and that compassion kind of dwindles. It doesn't go away, mm-hmm. but the more I serve, and the more I lead, and the more I put my heart in it, the more it comes to me. Yeah. You know, it's it's not the cliche that um, that. Once you pour out, he pours in. But it's the truth. It's true. So,
0: and I think I love that because it's just honesty. Most of us won't be honest and go, you know, we like to come in church, everybody go, ah, this is the day the Lord's made. Everybody praise the Lord, and we're just all like, but there's some Sundays you come in and you may say that, and we may look that way, but on the inside we're like, oh man, when are we going to eat lunch? What? How long is it till I get that nap? You know what I'm saying? I hope nobody talks to me today. We all have those moments, and we all have those seasons. So don't let the enemy isolate you. We say around here a lot that isolation is the enemy's playground. Because he'll make you think something's wrong with you. It's just you. You'll go, man, Caitlin's happy all the time. That girl's life is just perfect. Look at those cute little kids running around here. They're all in church. Like, and then you, you'll, you'll let the enemy rob you of going, she's tired too. She's going through a tough season too. But she's continued to give her life away. And I can tell you this. Sometimes we may feel guilty about just having responsibility some people around here, probably serving on our campuses today, just showed up because they had to. Because <laughs> they, were, they were scheduled for something. It's like, oh, darn, I'm scheduled to do this today. Or I would just stay home. But you know, it's like walking into the gym. You hate it. That front door's the heaviest thing. But when you leave, you go, glad I did that today. I'm glad I made that right decision. I'm, I'm glad I made that good decision. So sometimes it's that serving aspect of giving our lives away that has probably kept you many times at that moment when you're weak. As opposed to just jumping overboard and saying, I'm done.
1: Absolutely. I can't tell you how many mornings that over the past eight years I've woken up and been like, uh. yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to sleep in. I just want to press snooze. Um, but the front door was the hardest. That's right. And I have not one time ever left saying, I wish I would have stayed home. Yeah. Not one time.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Well, let me share one of my favorite verses. And as Caitlin was sharing some of her story, I I just couldn't get past this verse because I think this is the truth for most of us. Because here's the reality. Most of us start really well. If we're all honest, when January hits, come on, some of you had some really big goals. Can y'all remember your New Year's resolutions now? It's July, everybody. How are you doing? Somebody go. oh, I forgot about those. I need to go dig those up. We're really good at starting. We're really good at feeling fresh and motivated. And you go to the grocery store, and you get all of your groceries together, and I'm going to eat all of this green stuff. And then you let that green stuff turn brown, and you throw it out. And it's just easy to open up that little package, isn't it? Because we start well, but most of us don't end very well. But here's the difference. Here's what the Bible says. The Bible says, feed the hungry and help those in trouble. That's serving right there. That's going, wait a minute. Because some of us would go, but I'm hungry and I'm in trouble. Well, maybe you are. But the Bible says, even in our circumstance, every one of us, Jesus teaches us, go and feed, go and do. And then, listen to this, your light. So that internal work that Caitlin mentioned. That when she gave her heart to Jesus and began this process of growing, serving and giving her life away, that inward change, then your light will shine out from the darkness. So in all of that difficulty, of all the depression, of all the anxiety, of all the unknown, of all the stress that you feel piling on you, that all of it's experience in life, Well, then when you go and you feed and when you go and you serve and you do for somebody else, the Bible says the light that's there that the enemy's trying to choke out, it says it will shine from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as the noon. Meaning that because God's done something here, because the Bible says we're the light of the world. We're like a city on a hill. We can't be hidden. All of us in the darkness around us, believers, Christians, we are the light of the world. We're the ones that's outreaching and helping. Now listen, you'll hear in in politics, we don't get political, but I'm going to mention the word politics. You know, the the church will get a bad rap for who we are and what we do. We're, We're very minimized in that world. But when you start looking, the church as a whole gave more to help people be fed and clothed and in natural disasters than any other organization in our country. You can go and you can look it up. It's true. The church... Collectively is responsible for serving and helping more people than any political organization, than any other nonprofit. It came from the church and the motivation of Jesus. And the darkness that the enemy tries to cast over us in all the cares of life to try to drown out our light. Well, the Bible says that when you give to other people and you serve and you give your life away, that light, that life change, will shine and it releases. All the darkness that's around you, it can't stay. But if you internalize it, if you stay in your own, your own pity, your own stuff, well, then you let the enemy win. That's why it's so incredibly important, everybody, that we live our life on purpose and we give our life away. And I know that some of us are here today and we're kind of like, going, "But well, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. So how did you find your giftings? Like how did you go, this is my sweet spot. This is how I feel like, I'm helping people. Like, if, if you were to encourage somebody to, to help them find their gift and find their place and find their role of life on purpose, how would you encourage them to do that?
1: Well, Cultivate makes that very easy. Um, so you can actually go online, and it's a part of the, the joining the team process. You fill out a, per, a personality profile, yeah, yeah. Um, and it tells you where, based off of your interest and in what what your brain says it'll kind of tell you what you would find the best for serving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I did. And it kind of matched up with, with what I do. I like talking to people um, most of the time, most of the time.
0: Okay. <laughs> so maybe you'll say she did a good job today. Maybe you'll give her a high five. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll let you roll with that one today.
1: Um, but then I went through Roots, and which is our our serve um, Liaison, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. and um, I got plugged in. And then from serving to leading, that was just so natural. Um, I wanted to do more. I, pers- I, I said, hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do this. It was that part I was not asked to do. Um, and, yeah, it, it just flowed.
0: So do you feel like in everything that you've done, and we'll just be very transparent because she doesn't even know I'm going to ask her this question, but serving in a church, in, in, a, in an environment like this, do you feel like it's been a healthy experience for your life? Do you feel like it has aided you in following Jesus and becoming more of a Christ follower? Has it, has it been that experience here in this environment?
1: Without a doubt, 1,000%. One, 1, um, just like we talked about before, it's the joy, it's the compassion. Another thing, it was going from a negative mindset of of politics or, or, or people or, or whatever, just always thinking the negative and saying, well, what about this? Well, let's bring some positivity. Instead of thinking about it this way, let's think about it this way. And I feel like that was also a very big positive yeah. um, internal change. That's
0: awesome. So here's our hope for us all today, is that my hope is, as those of you who are around Cultivate every, every week and you see Caitlin serve, and we get this idea of, oh, well, that's probably perfect and everything's together, but life is crazy. And life is messy but the motivating life change of somebody that you see serve every week and give their life away to people you're seeing genuine life change because they decided to live life on purpose and give their life away to other people and that only happens through experience with Jesus that changes us and then doing what Jesus has called us to do so my motivation for all of us today and encouragement would be this number one say yes to Jesus and experience that life change that personal life change that Caitlin has experienced. And then secondly, give your life away. Let us help you find your gift. You see people running around here with cameras and you see people welcoming and parking cars and things that were done that already people here stuffing worship guides and doing administrative stuff and fixing All the things that, and when we leave today, here's my favorite part. This is what brings me back every time. When I go, you know what? This is just, oh, uh, let's do something. Let's go to the beach next week. This is what does it. You realize that like last week, A whole bunch of people said yes to Jesus. And life changed changed for eternity. And then you go, you know what? I I had a hand in that. I was a part of that. Let's do it again. We'll do that one more time. And it makes a difference. So I'm just telling you, if you're not giving your life away, living life on purpose, and it's not just in the church. This is a great place to start. But it's out there in our everyday life, living this out in every aspect of our life. And that's what my desire for all of us is, to experience life change in Jesus and then to live life on purpose and to give our life away. So I want to pray for us today. Can I do that? Will you bow your head and just close your eyes with me? Uh, If you're our guest, nothing weird or funny is going to happen, but our team's going to come back, and they're going to play softly. And and I just want to pray for us today. It's been a simple morning, a very just real transparent moment that you just get to see real life in front of you. But number one, maybe you, you don't have a relationship with Jesus, and I'm telling you that's the most important decision you could ever make in your life. I've experienced it, and so it's my honor to get to give you that same opportunity. So I'm just saying, don't leave here without having said yes to Jesus. And if that's you, I want to pray for you. And secondly, maybe you're here and you're just going, man, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm just in neutral in my relationship with God. I'm not going anywhere. Well, Maybe it's time that you just put it in drive. Put some action to your faith. and Start living life on purpose and giving your life away to other people. It changes everything. So let's pray. Father, I love you. Thank you for all of our friends here today. Those listening by podcast. My prayer is that today, anybody without a relationship with you would say yes. Jesus, we submit our sin to you. We need your forgiveness. We choose to receive it and put you first in our life today. Thank you for loving us. And God, for all of us that just need to take a step, need accountability through serving and teams, and that we'll grow and we'll give our life away, God. We just pray that you give us that an extra desire to take that step to begin living our life on purpose. May we make a difference here so that heaven becomes a bigger place. God, we honor you. We thank you for your presence and the life change and everything you've done. Thank you for Caitlin, her
1: story, and her journey, and that she was willing to share it today. God, you get the credit for it.